I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to The National Obsession, a National League football podcast with me, Charlie Baker. And John Cadogan. And John, I hate the National League. Okay. It's a problem, isn't it? <laughs> when you host, when you dedicated... Oh, hang on. Stop everything. What? Cue the music. This is episode 150. <laughs> I wish it could be more special, John. I know. Imagine dedicating 150 <laughs> episodes of your life to this horse Ah, oh, John. It's not horse <laughs> It wasn't last season, was it? I said to you earlier, John, didn't I? We were having lunch and I just went, why did Matt Boos have to take that penalty, John? We I weren't can't, even I... talking about football at this point. It was just a brief pause and then, but why did Matt Boos step up? And... <laughs> at some point. I'll never know, John. It? No, no, John. I'll never, ever. Sorry, I'm wearing a very, <laughs> very loud jacket. jacket. It's really loud. It's a... Crinkly, exactly. Sorry. Very good. It's very. Well, why have you worn that foil jacket? <laughs> Just run a marathon. Sorry. Why are you wearing a crisp packet? Uh, yeah, I don't. John, know. we've got to move on. We'll, I don't know. Will, will we ever be able to move on? I don't. I, yeah, maybe not. But maybe we should speak to some kind of psychologist. Maybe we should do that actually in the future. But they'll be able. To, I know what they'll tell us. Yeah, you got to live with it. Got to, the, the, Grieving, blah, 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 yeah. blah. and then we'll go. Yep, yep, yep. And then yep. three weeks but time. Why did Matt <laughs> step up and take that penalty? <laughs> three weeks time, I go. But that ref just disallowed those goals. Yeah. There wasn't. A, I've watched it back. There wasn't There's a push. Zero reason to disallow those goals. Oh. This is the National League, <laughs> the National Obsession, the National League football podcast. John, really enjoying it. Look, it's, well, look, it's just, it, I was enjoying it again when we were maiden head away and we were falling up at half time. Yep. I enjoyed that. Yep. But even that, I was like, yeah, but it's still only National League, isn't it? But look, I love the girls, John. Mm-hmm. I love Talk United. Yeah. And I watch them wherever they are. It is a bit annoying they keep losing, but we're not a Talk United podcast. We're not. So there's l- plenty of other news to talk about, John. Season. 
So it, it is pre-season, John. You're absolutely right, and thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. Because the clocks have not have yet. The clocks gone back. They yet. have not no. gone back yet, John. Don't worry about it. The cricket season is still on. They are. They're still playing county cricket. It's still cricket. Yeah. That football doesn't count when there's cricket being played. No. Don't worry. I am not worried. I mean, I did go to the game on Tuesday, and I am slightly <laughs> worried. <but laughs> I watched the highlights. Look, we'll, watch, we'll talk about that later we'll on. on what else is going to come, come up on, in the podcast, What's John? On this week's edition of the podcast, uh, it was a Saturday, Tuesday week, which means lots of news to catch up on from the National League. Some shock results. Yeah. A couple of shock results, anyway. Yeah. From uh, yeah the last two rounds of National League fixtures, which we'll catch up on. Um I mean, this isn't a Talkie United <laughs> podcast, but um, Talkie United have a, a goalkeeper this year. At the moment. Uh, <laughs> well, what time is it? At the current time of recording. <laughs> Thursday afternoon. As far as we know, as as Talkie we have know, a keeper called Mark Halstead. called Mark Halstead, who's a bit, who's a bit sort of... All... It's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. I had, I had real hopes for him, but just doesn't look like he's got it. When I saw him live, and when you saw him live, John, we both didn't think he'd got it, did we? No, absolutely not. We did not think he'd we'll got it. We'll talk about that we'll we'll later on. But we have got a goalkeeper called Mark Halstead. While I was Googling his name, trying to work out exactly what's... Why is he working not, out why if he has not, a real goalkeeper. Was he actually a, a keeper that we signed? <laughs> I just wanted to check. I, I stumbled across Mark Halstead, MD. Oh, lovely. Who's a, a medical physician from the uh, University of Washington. Ah, like Doogie Howser, MD. Yes, exactly oh, that. great stuff. So what are we going to do with that, John? Well, we're just going to... I think I've got a recording from the operating theatre of Mark Halstead. Oh, fantastic. At work. Oh, doing a... Some sort of in knee, in, knee or brain operation on someone? or operation. Oh, right. Just as if like you come out to catch a cross. Okay, lovely, which is an easy, yeah. easy thing to Just do routine. if you're a professional goalkeeper. Absolutely. Oh, very good. Look forward to that. So we'll, uh, we'll do that. Uh, Terry Alderson is on the show. Big the shrimper, show. isn't he? Big shrimper, John. Huge shrimper, because we're not on a talkie podcast, nope. but it is talkie South End <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't but talk about it. We're going to talk about South End because they've had the only team that's had just about as bad a start as us. They've been National League, they John. They've been National League this week. Uh, so we'll chat to Terry. We've got lots of lovely letters. That'll do it. That sounds like a podcast to me, John. I've me. heard a lot of other ones, and they're, they're, a lot of them are junk. <laughs> so normally just a couple of blokes chatting about yeah. ridiculous stuff. Imagine that. Sounds boring. Sounds boring, really doesn't boring. it? But let's look. Let, what isn't boring? The National League. Let's get into the National League, John. Tell us some results. Let's go back to Saturday. All the shot, all the shit one. Solihull wow. Moors two. Uh, I'd love to tell you, like, based on Tuesday night, whether Solihull were any good. Give you a real yeah. assessment. I've no idea because they didn't have to be. So they might be awful. They might be brilliant. Nobody Not knows. No well, idea. Neil Ardley's team, as they say, are draw specialists normally. Normally, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, not Tuesday night, obviously. Tuesday but night. all that Saturday, that's a great result for them. But they won at Aldershot, Barnet won, Eastley won, just 959 at the hive for that. Sub oh 1000 already, just a handful uh, of games into the season. Boreham Wood, how many are going to those games, John? Isn't it like 500 well, or something? That's true, but you usually get. Four figures at the hive. You'd think you four figures at the hive. Then I <laughs> Ray Duffy. Then. Where sure is what? Ray? Where is Ray John? I don't know. Maybe he's got a transfer over the summer. Maybe he's doing another club. Maybe he's uh, on the old Horn Church. Maybe he's maybe he's doing FC. Notts, maybe he was another one who went to Notts County. Maybe over the summer. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what it know, is. Yeah. Actually, maybe uh, that's Birchnell liked the cut of his jib. Big club, more money. I tell you, what we do like your commentator. <laughs> We're having him. Welcome <laughs> home of the magpies, of course. The wind's just blowing in off uh, West Bridgeford there, <laughs> over the Trent, over Trent. Aaron the Main, <laughs> cool sign for the club in the summer. 
talking about the station. Broken foots, apparently. Walk past Hooters. <laughs> down that main road. Hooters, of course, Dave. Not uh, sure if that's uh, particularly politically correct anymore. <laughs> Popped in there myself earlier on. Won't tell Mrs. Ray, of course. <laughs> Chicken wings. That's not what I call Mrs. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, Barnet won easily won. Bromley two, Boreham with three. Mm. Probably maybe game of the day on Saturday, big scoring game. But Boreham got that one over the line. Scott Bowden on the score sheet Whoa, yeah. for the Woods. A late winner from Tyrone Marsh as well. All the ex goals, yeah, scoring in that one. Um, there, I did. There is actually. Yeah, I know we always joke there are no Boreham Wood fans. I found one in this building no. this week. Who went to that game? I've never met one. I John. had a national league chat. Just. A couple of minutes, just chatting National League. And Born you knew Woods. all about the National League, yeah. didn't you? Because you've done yeah, 150 yeah. episodes Absolutely. of a podcast about I said, it. We found, we found them. We found, we the, found the one. Fan. There he is. Who the is it? Is, uh, he's Alex, who works. Uh, he's one of the one of the producers on TalkSport. Oh, right, okay. The problem is he's actually a Chelsea fan, but it's his second Doesn't team, count so then, John. Really move count. on, move on. <laughs> uh, Dover nil, Chesterfield nil. Surprise. To say about Chesterfield that, nil? Yeah. Nil nil with Dover. I Unbelievable. Know. Uh, Halifax 3, South M1. Billy Waters on the score sheet again for mm-hmm. Halifax. Uh, it must have been a reason they let him go. It must have been a reason, John. I don't get it. Must have been a reason. Either he wanted to leave or we couldn't afford him. That's what's gone on there, surely. Uh, Stockport nil, Yeovil 3. Wow, love that. That view. was a shock. A I, love shock. That. I love that one. I love that one. to struggle in our, pre- in our pre-season uh, preview. To champions elect Stockport County. I know. Um, it was obviously talky one Grimsby three. Wow. Ugh. Uh, I haven't seen the highlights of that, John. Were talky dreadful? We scored a deflected free kick. Yep. Then uh, Armani uh, sort of got robbed of the ball. Got Oh, lost the ball. Their right back sort of ran 45 yards with yep. it, scored. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the other two goals were quite yeah. forgettable. It's going to take time, John. It's going to take time. It's a whole new, it's a new team, John. It's a new team. It's going to take time. Uh, Wheelstone won Alchingham nil. You didn't believe me then, I didn't did you? believe you. <laughs> Wheelstone won Alchingham nil. Alchingham had Brad Jackson sent off in the 98th I'm minute. Sorry, Brad Jackson. <laughs> sent off in the 98th minute after a tackle on Craig Fashion Made. Fashion Made. David Barry wants to But then Wheelstone got 101st minute winner. Did you know the Alchingham manager is Phil Parkinson? It'd be, it'd be great when they play Wrexham, whose manager is also Phil Parkinson. That's going to be, wow, what a battle that is. It'd be like, you know, the Spider Man <laughs> meme where they're pointing <laughs> yeah. at each other. It's Phil. Well, please let them both stay in a job <laughs> until that happens. When is that the game? Phil John? Parkinson Derby. Phil Parkinson Derby. That's going to be amazing. Altingham Jean would know this. She straight away. She knows the fixture list. Not in October. Oh, okay, John. Not in November. Must be December. Not in uh, December the twenty eighth. Their first meeting. Oh, nice Christmas trip. One of them will be sacked by then because if Phil Parkinson doesn't bring them Wrexham the success they require, John, yeah. if they're mid table or below at Christmas. He's out of there. Well, we'll come on to them in just a moment. He's out of there, John, because <laughs> they'll get in some really big, famous yeah. Hollywood, like Sly Stallone or someone will turn up. <laughs> Won't he? Vinnie Jones. They know the right people. Exactly. Vinnie Jones. Turn yeah. up. Exactly. Uh, Weymouth won, Notts County won. Ooh. So not a great result for County no. on the road. That Wrexham won Woking nil, so very routine there for Wrexham. And the Daggers won 2-1 at Kings. Top of the league, Lynn. John. Top of the league. We called it. We did call it. On to Tuesday night, Borenwood drew tour with Halifax, Billy Waters and Scott Bowden on the score sheet again. Ah! Look, look, look. It's not actually up front, I think, is the problem. So it might not have been Billy Waters would have been the problem, you know. 
No, it's very true. I don't know. Don't know. I've not seen enough to, to know John, to be honest. Chesterfield 4, Barnet 2. So Barnet kind of swept aside there. Dagenham 4, Weymouth 2. Weymouth had Leslie Smith on the score sheet. <laughs> what, from 1958? <laughs> I'm sure we've mentioned it before. Hello, I'm Leslie Smith. And uh, one of the, uh, the Dagenham goal scorer was Mauro de Silva Vilhate, which I always think works really well with living Davida Vida Loka. Oh, well, it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mauro de Silva Vilhate. Yes, very good. Uh, Eastleigh 4, Dover 1. Wow. Uh, the Eastleigh scorers were Hill, Pritchard, House, Hare. I don't know. I I just liked it, but I couldn't think of any. Well, it's it's think just of anything it's to do your with classic it. accountancy it's, yeah. team, isn't it? Or lawyers? It's along those lines, Hill, isn't Pritchard, it? Josh Hare is one of the goal scorers. Shane Ian Tortoise wasn't, wasn't <laughs> playing. Otherwise, does he really play? Would have had a nice does he Ian Tortoise play? Or I think he's retired. Oh. out injured. Uh, Eastleigh oh, pushing for mid table as ever. There, John. A classic. Bit of Eastleigh. Grimsby 3, Wrexham 1. Well, the other probably shock result that nobody saw coming. Doing out. well. Grimsby doing well. Very, very well. Grimsby unbeaten still so far this season. Um, the post-match reaction from that game actually brings us to a new feature. Phil Parkinson's football in a nutshell. post-match reaction Phil Parkinson said ultimately you've got to head the ball out of the box when it comes in there we are and that's that was it. Thank football you. in a nutshell football in a nutshell with Phil Parkinson <laughs> I love that you can't argue with it you, th- th- you cannot argue with that argument and John. to be honest a couple of them talking United centre-backs could do with studying the ball Phil comes Parkinson's in word, head it out head it out there we are Come on. You can't argue with it. Football in a nutshell. Be quite hard, wouldn't it? Unless it was a massive nut. <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Think about it, John. A giant little walnut or something like that. You're in the If your football club was sponsored by sort of KP nuts. <laughs> yeah, it'd be lovely, And they built it? a giant nut to play for stadium. Yes, stadium. That would be wouldn't that be great? With a roof that then turns it into a giant oh, wow. peanut. What a great idea. Yeah. That's an idea. KPFC. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Maidenhead nil, Stockport two. Maidenhead were down to nine men uh, by the end of it. A lovely bit of Natob's business in this okay. game. The Stockport uh, Friars was replaced by Fish. So there we go. <laughs> it's exactly what we've always been waiting for. Frying tonight. <laughs> Zeke Friars and Will Fish. Oh, wow. It's, just, it's like they knew we... I know what they want. <laughs> Simon Rusk. He knew he was on easy street. He got the game one. He got the game. I Friars know. off. Fish. Good, good, good bit of PR here. <laughs> Lovely, Notts, yeah. County 3, Woolstone 2, Umera scored twice. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! Bloody hell, Umera! You scored at Notts County this time, didn't you? Do you know what it is, John? A run of games, a confidence player, which we always suggested. Yeah. But look, Bloody couldn't hell. do it. Bloody hell. Uh, Carl Cameron also on the score sheet yes, in that game. Notts again. County made them work for it, Woolstone. It's going to be all the sweeter when they don't go up, John. All this Notts County success... It's going to just make it all very, very sweet. Only one team goes up automatically, John, and then the rest is an absolute lottery. I was at the Solihull Moors 2 Talkie 1 game yeah. uh, with Luke Hunter from Talkie Talk. Oh, hello. And he said, as all these ex-Talkie goal scorers were going, he did say we're a Matt Bew's penalty away from a full house. It was nearly... <sighs> why didn't? Why, why did Matt Bew sent, get sent forward for that penalty, John? Because you wouldn't send him get forward for a penalty, John, even if you were 4-0 up. Would you? To score what is possibly the most 
important penalty in the club's history, John, and you've sent forward Matt Boos, who doesn't take penalties, when there are other people on the bench who who could have gone forward and taken it, more experienced players, why would you send Matt Boos forward for that, John? I can't answer it. I'm going to have to wait for the the Matt Boos autobiography. <laughs> what, is gonna, what are you going to call that? Boos story. Blown abused. No, it doesn't really work. Um, blown abused? <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, I guess that's why they call him Matt Boos. Boos Brothers. Like the Boos yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Um Why did I get to have to take that f***ing penalty? <laughs> what about that? Paying my Boos. That's lovely. Playing Matt, yeah. No, That's very works, nice. Never yeah. felt more like playing Matt Buse. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Play Matt Buse. I never thought that I'd ever lose your love. Good guys, we're playing Matt Buse. <laughs> and the bloody other, hell! Bloody hell! <laughs> Buse, get back to Taunton. Get that bloody hell! Somerset. Well, now he is in Wilson. We should catch up with him, we John. should do. How's he finding the big smoke? What yeah. is it? All right, Boozy. Found it on the tube of you. <laughs> when Take did it any... fish? <laughs> <laughs> <The> Mark Lorem. <laughs> here. Here. When did it smell of fish? It doesn't smell of fish around here. <laughs> um, and the other game from Tuesday night. South End 2, Aldershot 3. Just to prove there's always someone worse off than yeah. yourself. Aldershot's first points of the season. There. Brilliant. They were pointless before that. They still Brilliant. That's really. But, yeah. That's it, is it? We'll catch all... Let's. I tell you what. Let's speak to a Southend fan. About Let, what that. a good idea, John! Like you've planned it. Exactly. Here we are. This is the national obsession. The national obsession. You are listening to the national obsession. And John, Torquay v Southend this Saturday. We're not a Torquay podcast, but you know, a clash of the sort of fallen titans. Yes, in the words of the Sutton United blog posters, the Gandemonium crew, the Bastard League has really been taking. Taking some prisoners this week, mainly and namely Southend United, who's who were booed off basically. But don't worry, salvation is at hand because <laughs> they play Torquay on Saturday. They do, so they might, and who haven't won at home yet uh, this season. And joining us is my favourite Southend United fan. Here he is. It's Terry Alderton. Hello, Terry. Hello, Charlie Baker. Hello, John. Southend United. Hello, I thought you were going to walk the league. You said you were going to walk the league, Terry. Can I just say, my introduction there is the liveliest and most excited I'm going to be in this podcast. <laughs> the rest of it is going to go right down yeah, here. You told me you were going to walk the league, that it was going to be I, easy I peasy. I think that you might have texts to <laughs> back yourself up here, but I don't think I said we'd walk it. But I did, I did, think, I did think that we'd have half a chance. But it's not until you then drop down into this league, you realise isn't that much difference between, I would say, the bottom half of League One all nope. the way down to here. Nope. It's it's a tough, tough, tough division. And yep. it's actually a pretty good standard of football. And actually, that has been skewed even more because of this, because of there being no wage cap. And so now you've got League One players dropping down here as well. I know. I mean, it's a battle of show business. It's Charlie Baker. It's Terry Alderton. Yeah. It's Lloyd Griffiths. Wow. And, we. It's, and, it's, and it's Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slightly different price brackets. Yeah. If you wanted to. Be... Might, be, might be slightly different. So uh, is it just that Southend are being caught out by the direct nature of the football, do you think, Terry? I think what's happened is I'm not one for conspiracy and I'm not one to moan, right, uh, about the, the, the board and all that shenanigans but i have actually got to a point now where i feel and 
and I'm, pro- I'm completely wrong. This is just something where I've just suddenly talked myself into. Like, it feels like Ron Martin, the chairman, he's put his money, you know, where his mouth is at times, but now it's just a bit weird how it's just gone terribly, terribly wrong over the last sort of four or five years. I mean, like, really badly wrong. And you you just can't get your head around it. But, you know, I think I don't think it's a swerveball South End's failure at the start of the season so far. I just think, I just think, I, I, I don't know if the players have got the, I mean, some of them have, I know they have, like John White certainly has got the, you know, the love of the club, but and we just we just got a load of hired guns in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it is it an impossible job? Do you think at the moment, Terry? Obviously, got Phil Brown back, and like I remember, saw you a few years ago, and you were with Chris Powell, and I think Chris had just come into the club, and you think, well, if Chris can't make a success of it as a club legend, then no one can. So, is it is it literally impossible to manage at the moment? Um, mm, interesting. Well, there was a whole hoo ha, wasn't it, when when Phil was there before, and it all went a bit apples and pear shapes. Um, I think Phil coming back, I was never an anti-Phil Brown, I have to be honest with you. We had some quite good success under Phil Brown, if you, if we look back on that. So um, I'm not a Phil Brown hater, but there, I think there are other things afoot upstairs that I can't go into, because uh, if I do, then I could well be wrong. And secondly, um, I'll, be, I'll be pulling people's names out, and that's going to be completely wrong. Um, but my point being, I think I, although Steve Tilson is a very dear friend of mine, I still think that Steve Tilson, who originally was, you know, successful at Southend and then pretty much had the rug pulled from under his feet because they sold so many good players. I think Tilly would be the man to to, to have galvanised the, the 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 fans, if you like, to the board, if that makes any yeah. sense at all. Whereas Phil Brown is concerned, I think, you know, they call him chocolate, bless him, don't they? Um, uh, you know, that's what they call him. Uh, so he might be out for his own games. Um, I'm not sure going to Southend with six games left to save them was probably the greatest career move. Mm. Um, so whether money's involved, I do not know. But in my opinion, I don't, I don't not like Phil. Uh, and I, and I'm not, really for Phil I think personally and like I said a mate aside I think Tilly would have been a far better choice for the club but I think there are other things afoot upstairs which I can't talk about which stop that I'm going to uh, cheer you up a bit Terry and the fact that you're going to be absolutely fine you've joined this division in, in what could possibly be the hardest division and version of this division ever to get out of because there's so many yeah, big I, yeah, so exactly. many big teams with so much money so that is probably not going to be this year but you will be fine because of where you're placed you know you're so near to london you're so near other teams that you'll always get you'll always get players come to you you're not like you know looking at grimsby grimsby's miles from anywhere you know all, all Torquay's miles from anywhere it's difficult to get players to go to these places south end oh. in essex is not a difficult place to get players to go to so you will attract well, players I, I i totally agree and when i had a little a little consortium thing going which didn't come to light in the end um just because just couldn't pull the two things together um, but my biggest pitch uh, and the pitch from the other guys was the fact that that was exactly what you were saying it's not you know, it's not that far from London. You can attract players because, you know, it's down the road from London. Uh, I know London's not the be-all or end-all, but if players want to live maybe in a bit further yeah. or be around the world that they want to be around, I'm not sure, and no disrespect to people in Hull, but, you know, I'm not sure every Stop footballer wants to live people out. in Hull. <laughs> yeah, just offended all the people in Hull. But what I mean is, 
what I mean is, uh, no disrespect to Hull, but it's a long way from anything, isn't it? That's my point. You know, they'll probably go, well, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a long way from anything, mate. It's not not only if you want to be near London, but I get what your point is, and and that is uh, that is, I suppose, really, I'm I'm thinking that we're a flipping Champions League team now. We're going to attract players from from abroad that want to live in London. And the other thing I've said as well, South End, no doubt about it. You know. This is why I can't get my head around it. If there's that, when that team is successful, that ground sells out, right? And if he was to build a decent 22, 25,000 seater and they do well, like Brighton have, they will, they will sell tickets and people will come. And even people from Hull are also very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hull. Terry, have you been at all this season? And if so, what is, what is the atmosphere like? Are the fans sort of accepting the National League? Are they sort of adjusting to it or is there still you know a bit of reluctance I, I, this is this is the real sad thing about it all uh, you know as, as a whole you know they're very loyal south end fans you know and they've been kicked in the proverbial and and in the front side as well you know too many times and they still turn up they're so loyal to something that's really like i just said he's kicking them in the ass and and it's it's a terrible shame and and I, of course we don't hold the purse strings as fans do we and we don't really will and we'll never know what goes on upstairs with with finances and what have you and the fans yes john and yes charlie they still turn up and they still sing yeah. and you know i think the gates aren't going to be what they were but you know people are still turning up i mean i can't say the players aren't playing i can't say you know they're not a good bunch you know we got murphy up front who's, who's got all the all the tricks and the skills you know but yeah just doesn't doesn't hit the net, brother. You know, I'm thinking, just hit the net, man. Just, just, <laughs> but it's easy for me to say that, and it fat old fifty year old in the in the sand. You well, know. you know, we just all do are. this, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. Look, it's going to be fine. The first, you need to tell all your friends and tell Southend United fans that the first rule of the National League is you've got to, to accept it, Terry. I'm going to save you a lot of heartache here. You have to just accept it yeah. in your mind, accept it in your body, and just go, oh. okay. This is where we are. Let's just try and enjoy. It's still football every Saturday and Tuesday. You know, it's still it South End United. And while you've got a team, you've just got to accept it and enjoy it. And and one day soon, you'll be back in the as, sunlit uplands as, of the, of League yes. Two. Yeah, not Solly Moors. And there's nothing wrong with Solly Moors. <laughs> I don't want to kill any more dates on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll enjoy what, the Essex sorry. men. You'll enjoy the Essex men's league, Terry. It'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> I live near Chelmsford in Essex now, and so I've got, I've got the clarets up the road, and I thought the way it's going, I'm only yeah. going to just be watching oh, yeah. Southend playing, or I'm going to go and start watching the clarets. The National League, are they National League South? Are they? Yeah, you'll have a laugh. Yeah, there. that'd be great. They are, yeah, they are. All right, mate. Thank you so much for joining us on the National Obsession. We'll speak to you later in the season. It's been brilliant, and please come back to me in the season, and hopefully I'll be smiling. Yeah. We might be in the playoff, playoff, yeah. playoff place. You, you only have to come seventh in this division, and you can be shit till oh. February. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Oh, Cheers, Terry. Terry. The National Obsession. So, yes, John, you were looking on Twitter and on around to find out if Mark Halstead was actually a real goalkeeper, and you discovered Mark Halstead, MD. Mark Halstead, MD. Do you want to know his exact title? Yes, please. He is Director of Washington University Sports Concussion Clinic, Christ follower. Okay. <laughs> uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. But, yeah, he's uh, he's a physician at the uh, Washington University Sports Concussion Clinic. From St. Louis, Missouri, just to get the yeah. accent in my, there you go. In my, in my <laughs> head there, John. But what accent? Because what a, what accent? Because what we've got is 
a recording. <laughs> I'm quite sure how it breaches patient confidentiality, but a recording from the operating theatre. He was operating on someone's brain because they suffered concussion, John. Exactly. And here it is, Mark Halstead, MD. Okay, nurse, would you like, would you like to pass me that scalpel and we'll get going on the concussion Use your operation. Sc- use your scalpel, Doctor Mark. Oh, I've dropped that one. I'll come. Oh, I'll come, come for it. Let me come pick it up for you. Okay. I've come. Oh, oh, I've dropped. I've dropped it. Sorry about that. Why didn't I hold that for you for a moment? Okay. Doctor, okay. Doctor <laughs> I'm sorry I bumped into you. Sorry about that. Completely took you out there. Oh, oh, I've dropped. I've dropped that scalpel. Sorry about that. Why don't we lead you over to the the patient over here, Doctor Halstead? Okay, did I ever tell you about a time I had a whole plate of chicken wings? <laughs> Now's not the time, Doctor. A Dr. whole Halstead, plate. A whole plate. <laughs> this guy will be fine. Don't worry about that. Can we? Okay. Can we have a look at the patient? Please? Okay. Can you pass me those? Oh. oh. You've dropped it right on I've, the patient. I've dropped that in the patient's eye. Can we get the eye surgeon in now? I seem to be making it worse. I seem to be doing completely the opposite. You've dropped it into the cavity there. <laughs> completely opposite job to what I'm supposed to be doing. It's almost like you've never been performed as a surgeon before. Yeah, well, I'm not normally the number one surgeon, you see. I'm normally the number two. I normally do the passing and, like, the training of the surgeons. But if you can pass me that, that'll be... Oh, oh. Oh I'm dear! Did I would tell I'm you about the time I had a whole plate of chicken wings. I'm making a decision to take you off, Mark, and we're going to get this young Polish surgeon in instead. Okay, well they are a lot cheaper, so. Okay, folks. Okay, thanks so much. The national obsession. This is the national obsession, and it's time for letters from a listener. When you go, will you send back? A letter from a listener. Any letters, John? The Foffs have come through for They've episode come through. 150. Lovely we stuff. Have we have 150 letters. <laughs> letter one. No, right. Let's get going with letter number one. Uh, oh, I should also, but before I forget, say hello to Charlie oh. Hewings, one of the Foffs. <gasps> Lovely. Who caught us before Ashton Gates and said, look at my dad's training top. Oh, yes. That was Charlie. Yep. He introduced himself properly to me at Solihull Oh, Wars. fantastic. And said, I'm Charlie Hewings. My dad's not wearing his training top. Oh, what so a shame. Bit of a shame. Was this before or after you took your viral picture <laughs> oh, of we Jake gonna, Andrews? We we're going to get him on, weren't we? We'll we? get him on. We'll get him on at some point. Uh, Jules? Yeah. Jules, yeah. Give us a shout. We'll get you on. Come and talk to us. I've seen him home and away, John. He yeah. loves the girls. Bit he loves shame. the girls, yeah. There we are. Uh, on to the letters. Joe Holden, Tex. Tex. Hello, Tex. Off 26. Hello, Tex. He says, on the ice team. Oh. I love the idea that there's a team behind this podcast. It's two people. Stand the team down, John. <laughs> the team behind the glass there, of course. <laughs> okay. Working, working on. Working the, for the uh, team. The old pushing the old, the old, the old the pulleys. <laughs> Pulling the levers. Levers Put and another, pulleys. Put another pound coin in the meter. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so I forgot to put 50p in the meter there. A bit more coal in the old... Been a while since you've had those, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> taking the taking the <laughs> taking the joy out of the joke. Anyway, yes. Tex on the ice team. Come on, Following Tex. your call for the Foffs to assemble. Yeah, come on, Foffs. In episode one forty nine, I thought I would dust off the keyboard and send a message regarding something that's been bugging me. On the ice to you, Tex. Since Brilliant. I found out about Charlie's trip to Wembley to watch oh. England lose the European final. Okay. Is it not the case that in big matches where Charlie attends, we lose? 
It is, it is, no, it is I've the said case. this before, John. I've I'm said sure. this. This was my big thing about not going to Ashton Gate. Or, but, <laughs> but you can't believe in fate too much. Jonah. I'm sure in the past, Charlie has reeled off a list of times. He's yep. been to big games to see the goals, and we've never won. Never seen a big Which game. Now won. includes Ashton Gate, surely. Yep. Yeah, all the. Never, never seen, never seen one and big game. And the ones game where won. we have won. Weren't you there. Weren't, you weren't there. It appears the curse has now also been passed on to England. Please don't go to Qatar. <laughs> I won't be going to Qatar. No danger. I will say that. Going to Qatar. I do blame Brian Barwick's son, though. She may airpods. He says, perhaps we need to perform some kind of exorcism oh, on Charlie man, before we true. let him into any other finals. This is a good idea. Uh, what do you think I need to do? Because the other choice is I don't go, but then I won't be at the one when they eventually win. You could say it's just... Just, that's just it, isn't it? That's, that's just, just it. Life. I don't get to go. Okay, I won't go anymore. <laughs> although, I, although, John, on that note, when I went this season, we were 4-0 up at half-time. Yeah. When you went, we were shit and lost 2-1. Yeah. So, back at ya. <laughs> see you at Bromley. <laughs> see you at Bromley. Guaranteed that... defeat. Yes, lovely. I'll see you at Bromley. Might be some uh, <laughs> news about the Bromley away game soon, mightn't there, John? Should we start trailing big that? Big in, uh... It might be some big exciting big news, news for the Natobs pod. You never know. I like our new catchphrase. I'll see you at Bromley. <laughs> yeah. quite sort of I'll tell you what, pal. I'll, I'll, s- <laughs> I'll see you at Bromley. <laughs> <laughs> see you at Bromley. I'll see you at Bromley, son. <laughs> Gary Heads. Get some Gaz Head. Gaz Head. Go oh, on, thanks, Tex. Thanks, Tex. Really. On the Gary ice, Gary Head. On the ice, Charlie and John. You mentioned on last week's podcast that you wanted to speak with people who supported National League clubs. Yes, please. Well, I often overlook my club, Torquay United, so I'd like to put myself forward as your goals correspondent. We really thought other I mean, clubs, Gary. <laughs> Maybe we haven't got anyone else from any other clubs. Jim. That's it. I've just other than Altrincham Jean. I've just got back from Flamer after our mauling against Grimsby, and I don't really want to talk about Torquay, to be honest. <laughs> he says, last week you also mentioned that it's usually a good omen if you get in to see the team warming up yeah, I love before that. the game. Yeah, I love that. So I have some advice for you. Get there earlier. Well, guess what, Gary? <laughs> I got to Solihull early on Tuesday. Yeah. Watch the warm-up. I was in by 7.15. Saw the warm-up. Lost 2-1. put in the worst 45 minutes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I didn't see... Again, yeah. you could say this is just life. It's just life, John, isn't it? There's no fate. I've never it's seen a, anyone win it a big game. It doesn't matter if you watch them warm up or not. It does matter, John, because you get to see them... I, I will say the warm up was really... Oh, there we are. They used to do that thing really in a circle. Not, not very intense. They used to do that thing in a circle. I knew... I got a bad, mm, okay, I got bad juju from the moment oh, I walked in. Okay, the why aren't they warming up properly? Who do we used to do like a proper hardcore warm-up and then we just look knackered for the game? <laughs> Didn't we? Yeah. There was one manager. Some kind of middle ground between yeah. the not bothered yeah. and the... Like maybe yeah. try a bit. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm no, I'm no sports Are scientist. Not? Are you not? So, <laughs> I'm... Might be barking at what the are we doing this for? Then? <laughs> Gary Hedzert also says, thirdly and finally, I noticed that Grimsby have the perfect centre-back partner for Wrexham's Ben Tozer. Oh. He is Ryan Towler. <laughs> this is lovely. Perfect combination they for throw Yes, they know. Wrexham will be Gary. signing him soon. For 43. Well, Ryan you, thank Towler. you. On the out. On the On the house. On the house to you. On the house to you. A new foff. Oh. Well, not a new foff. A new correspondent. New. Oh, lovely stuff. Gets in touch. Dave Haley. Hey Dave. Who's Bill Haley? Uh, Dave and Haley and the, 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 the comments. Dave Haley and the comments. Lovely tribute act. <laughs> One, two, three, a flock, so, four o'clock, right, flock. <laughs> He's the sheep. This sheep based <laughs> rock and roll. He's a shepherd. Dave Haley and the comments. <laughs> come by, come by. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, flock. <laughs> uh, Dave Haley and the comments says on the ice gents. <laughs> Do you like sheep-based rock and roll? <laughs> if so, I'm your man. <laughs> Heading out flyers. 
I'm writing with respect to changes in streaming availability now that the fans are back in the stands. Oh, well, I agree with this. I'm with you, Dave. I don't know how the live stream finances worked last season, but I hoped that the club got the majority of the price of the streaming pass, helping to keep my team afloat while the stands were empty. It was also a convenient alternative to the 3,000 miles I'd have had to have travelled from New York, where I live. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm just not as dedicated as Paul Bastard. So no, I no, no. All changed this season, however, and I've seen much talk about the pros and cons of the 3pm blackout with a lot of speculation to the impact for the clubs. My question is, how many goals or other National League fans have been exiled and banished from the United Kingdom? They need their perspectives acknowledged. I know. I, I agree. I think we need the streaming back. Yeah. We're all into the streaming. We all love the streaming. Good income stream for the club. I don't think it would stop any of the Yellow Army going to a game if they could possibly go. And there's more income. I think it's a real shame that the streaming does not exist. I think it's a shame. We, I was so much more connected to the club yeah. last season than this season for different reasons but you just go I want to see it Yeah, I want to see it he also says Prince Harry and Shamima Begum are the only other recent exiles I can think of were they regular through the National League turnstiles <laughs> <laughs> Shamima Begum we were discussing earlier she yeah. wore that Nike hat didn't she John just do it just do it not you but not that <laughs> not you Shamima don't do that <laughs> But I won't do that. <laughs> Dave also says, P.S. I'm applying financial pressure to get the goals back to their rightful place on the Wombly pitch. Babacan Model Village will not be able to count on the price of my admission Ooh. while they shun the yellows. Well, look, I don't want to encourage anyone to put the Model Village out of business. Go in, pay your money, pay. and then just make your point. Make point at it and go, where are Talkie United at Wombly? This is a disgrace. Still no update. I think we're going to have to go down there and, and protest, John. Just tiny little placards. <laughs> <laughs> just tiny At little the model people. village. You're just like... Sabutio men. Can we like, model a scene of a protest? Yeah. And just go and put, put it, it outside. Yeah, what a good idea. Just put, I wonder if you can take <laughs> your own models to model village. I wonder how long it takes them to notice. <laughs> it's a good idea, John, yeah. to do that. A model protest. It was a model protest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you very much, Dave Haley and the Comets, for yes. your email. That's fantastic. What your a great... Foth, your FOF journey begins. I'll tell you what, that is a fantastic letter and yeah. really got himself in the mix there for a FOF number. If he writes us two more letters, two more. which is how you get a FOF number, write us three letters. Um, that's the only way now, isn't it? Or other, unless you're an NHS nurse. And then it's just one you skip the letter. Queue. You skip the queue, to be honest. Yeah, that's one how final it goes. letter comes from Mark. More letters, John. Mark it's unbelievable. Ridley, Mark Ridley, Newton. A uh, long-time correspondent. He says, dear Charlie and John, it was recently reported that eating one hot dog could lose you 36 <laughs> minutes of your life. Oh. Did not know that. Well, off, off while you're eating it or off the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't clarify... It doesn't clarify if this was at oh, the end of your life. Same joke. <laughs> same joke. Okay. Technically, Mark did get there before he you. Got, just... He did, because he wrote the, he wrote the yeah. setup. Okay, yeah. I have calculated that eating three hot dogs equates to 108 minutes. In other words, a football game if you include half-time. Mm. If by eating three hot dogs you could erase one result from history, what game would it be? Is this GCSE maths? If, <laughs> if Mark gets the train. <laughs> if Mark yeah. gets the train with two packs of... Two, two cans of dark fruits... <laughs> And, and he has a hot dog on the way. How he gets on a train coming in the opposite direction. Where's the cosine? How do they record the podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the question, John? Basically, what result would you scrub if you had 108 minutes? What a, lo what a lovely idea. Thank you, Newton. That's a fantastic question. The easy answer is Ashton Gate, but of course that match, a lot longer than 108 minutes, of course. Of course, it went More over like, the... Uh, uh, 140. Yeah, because of the old... Uh, penalty shootout. Penalty shootout, ref. 
Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> of a red. <laughs> course, Dave. Listening to Ray Duffy Unleashed. No holds barred. Blue for the dads. Of course. <laughs> Live from the Grosvenor. <laughs> Little function room here at the Grosvenor. Ray Duffy Unleashed. Ask me anything. That's my late, real opinion of Dave un- Thomas. Late and Unleashed. I'll tell you what I really think of Dave Thomas in this exclusive 90 minutes. Volunteer plus, of the year. I had it on time. wasn't aware I was a volunteer, but a... The show runs at 90 minutes, plus injury time. <laughs> plus Gary time, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it, John? That all letters? That's your lot. Thanks so much for the letters. Do get in touch. What's the email address, John? It's nationalobsession at gmail.com. Thank you for your letters as well. Yes, week. send Stelling. us three. And Stelling? Stelling. Stelling. Stelling letters. Don't say Jeff Stelling, John. Stelling. He's Just banned you... from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Ashton Gate on the mind. Exactly. I'm going home. But why would you ask him to take John? Matt Butte. <laughs> Anyway, episode 150. What a lovely 150 episodes, John. We've had a lovely time. Oh, and we we're did. still going to do 151. So there we are. We'll see you next week on the ice to you. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.